Welcome, sports fans, to uh, what's this podcast called again? It's um, called Toon Hounds. That's the one. That's the one I'm <laughs> doing this sports week. Sports before court. <laughs> um, you welcome to Toon Hounds, your fortnightly foray into all things animated. I am one of your hosts, Rich Masters, who is always good at introing and extroing. <laughs> ex- that's not a word. That's not a word. Outroing. Uh, podcast, and with me as always is the person who points out how good I am at these things, Spivsy. You are really good at them. You're, you're, born, oh. you're putting yourself down too much. You're oh, a constant professional. Thanks. Uh, I think I think when you just make a mistake, you got to roll with it. Yeah. You don't just don't bother redoing it. It's funny when sometimes sometimes <laughs> you make a mistake. Sometimes it's agonising. It makes you human. Uh, well, exactly. And um, doing two podcasts, one has recently changed its name. Has made all things very much more complicated. Yes, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, when I recorded Story Lords this week, it was Tuesday. Yeah, um, I was the only one that remembered it was. We changed the name to Story Lords, <laughs> which was <laughs> difficult. Um, this week on Toon Hounds, we're doing uh, martial arts cartoons, mm, fighting, people doing backflips and spinning through the air and mm. all sorts. And lots of uh, Asian culture. Yes. Which is something that isn't very well represented in uh, animation on this side of the mm. Atlantic yeah. anyway. Um, but there's lots of, obviously, lots of anime and stuff like that. Um, now, we picked two shows uh, and then realised that they were ones that someone else had recommended to us uh, <laughs> yeah. for this concept. So, uh, so retroactively, this uh, last few weeks have been the V collection because yeah. the last three things we've done have been her suggestions. So, creative yeah, I mean, consultant V. Yeah. Well, she hasn't sent an email this week, so that might title, uh, title <laughs> might go by the wayside. Um, well, it's probably because we recorded last week because we were a week behind the schedule. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. So we did Super Marionation last week, which was a good episode, I thought. I thought as well, yeah. We've had some good yeah. feedback on it already. Yeah. Um, I think a lot because people aren't really, outside of the UK, aren't really familiar with um, Jerry Anderson shows and stuff like that. Yeah, I think we, we, t- we taught people. We um, yeah. gave them a learn. And a lot of people were like, oh, I'm weirded out by the uh, marionettes, but I think I'm going to try this, which is a good a good indication of our... You know, yeah, influence over you know, the masses. Sometimes you need to be weirded out by something. Yeah, you have to like. Yeah, pass, once... it's like going through the undergrowth. You go through that what? hedge of weirded out, and you emerge into a field. Yeah, a field of recognition and enlightenment. <laughs> yeah, um, I um, watched. I'll, I'll I'll talk about my show. Why I picked my show. Um, I picked Jackie Chan Adventures. Mainly because I remember seeing it uh, late night when I used to come home from work. It used to be still sh- still playing repeats on like Cartoon Network yeah. and stuff like that. I think it was Cartoon Network. It was it Fox been... Kids here. I Fox. Think. It yeah. was Fox. Um, yeah, because it was a Sony production. So, which is weird. Because yeah, yeah. Sony, I think, I think Fox... it was just. I don't I think suppose... it was like. I mean, Sony doesn't have its own. No, it doesn't. Channel for cartoons, so I think it was just like a bought thing. It was, um, mm. the company did a lot, some other stuff. Did, did they do Totally Spies? Or am I thinking they of... They might have done. Because I got like a lot of lot watching this, I thought, this reminded me of so many other things. Yeah. Like the Zorro cartoon as well. That's a weird cartoon. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, uh, 
Let's see, what company was it? It was bum, 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 the JC Group. JC Group? Oh, no, that's that's just bloody the Jackie Chan Group. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Blue Train Entertainment, which doesn't have a um, link on the Wikipedia page. Sony Pictures Television. There you go. Yeah. It was its original network was on Kids WB, which is you know that's interesting because that's um, yeah that's Cartoon Network, but it was yeah. definitely on Fox here. It's a weird show. I remember watching it. Um, as I say, when it was like two thousand, this came out two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, well, two thousand. Yeah, I was going to say it wasn't that late. Um, it ran until two thousand five. I remember uh, two thousand and three. The Jackie Chan comic like magazine came out mm-hmm. and everybody in my school went mad for it because they came mm-hmm. with the talismans every week uh, and everybody wanted them <laughs> i'm sure trading the talismans yeah. in the playground to get your powers <laughs> yeah um, of course yeah the first i remember the i i remember the first season i, I do as well watching yeah. it I, I remember watching every episode i didn't think i would until i watched this episode and then everything came flooding back yeah, like I, I could remember what the talismans did and everything, and who the villain was, yeah. like Valmon and um, was his name Shendu the dragon? Shendu, yeah, Shendu. Um, <clears throat> I couldn't remember what powers the talismans had. I remembered apart most from of the them. rabbit and the ox. Yeah, I remembered because um, they're the obvious ones. Uh, the I remembered dog being the immortality, mm. and which is a weird one. Yeah, I remember there being one that could float, but I couldn't remember which one that was. I thought it was the sheep, oh, but it wasn't. That it was, was the le- projection. Levitation and yeah. telekinesis. What was it? Um, snake was invisibility. Yeah, because they had the um, the uh, snake woman, the spy, the uh, thief, who was like the love Mon- interest. Yeah, yeah. Mon- monkey was rooster. Rooster was um, levitation, wasn't it? One of, them, one. one of them was life to the lifeless because she puts it inside a toy, the moose, the uh, superhero moose, and it comes to life. Was that the horse? Because that's healing and regeneration, isn't no, it? No, though it was it was a different one. It was oh, like a specific no. one. So, all right, I've got a list up now. Cool, I've got yeah. a list up now. Rooster was levitation and telekinesis, right? Which I thought was really clever because when you use it with the speed with the rabbit, yeah. you get to fly. Yeah, that's really clever. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then you've got super strength is the ox. I remember that one because it was the Mexican wrestler who had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got the invisibility is the snake. Uh, super speed is the rabbit. Yeah, the sh- the sheep is astral projection. Uh, <laughs> the dragon bit rubbish that one. <laughs> yeah, the dragon is combustion. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. the rat is animation. Yeah, that was the life to the lifeless one. Yeah, the horse is healing and regeneration, uh, which is a bit of a super one. Mm. Uh, monkey is animals and shape shifting. Oh yeah, because they turn the thing into a monkey in the um in the yeah, episode in the yeah. episode. Uh, the dog is immortality and rejuvenation, which rejuvenation is healing and regeneration. Yeah, yeah, so I don't, yeah. it's a bit of a double up. The pig is thermal vision, that famous that pig one. ability. Um, <laughs> and then the tiger is spiritual balance. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. What does that do? It was found, <laughs> that one was found in a pie in a county fair in Texas. <laughs> Um, really I don't fun. know. I can't remember what that one does. No, I don't um, either. Do you remember when um, in the, the second season they changed it up that they were actually finding the animals that could do these things? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I really, I really like that. Each season was like its own thing, like a new but, thing was but happening. like kind of kind of linked to the last one. Yeah, I didn't yeah. lose it. Um, I think that's because the Dark Hand at the start of the second season they had the talismans, didn't they? They did. Yeah, yeah. And um, but 
oh is it, i think it's a third or fourth season the um the three bad guys who like his henchmen yeah. They like turn into demons at one point. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> and then Shen Du comes back, doesn't he, at some point? Yeah. He has the powers, but he doesn't need the talismans anymore. Yeah. Um, it was a good show, to be honest. There was, it, was, it was a there fun was a, show. Wasn't there um, a bit where Jade absorbed all the 12 talismans and she became a superhero? I vaguely remember that. I remember she used to, she did superhero stuff with the moose, her toy yeah. that she used to yeah. put the rat talisman in. Yeah, she was called, oh my god, she was called T-Girl, which, you know, is slightly different <laughs> connotations now. Um, but each of her, it was like, she was like the Mandarin, yeah. so she could activate each power using a different finger. Oh, that's cool, yeah. Um, yeah. See, I've got such a soft spot for shows where people have to collect things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the collect things and there's a sort of like reason for them to collect them and they collect yeah. them in a different way. It's not like they just get a collection. Yeah, um, it's about them hunting things down. Yeah. That's what, I mean, that's why Pokemon is so successful, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's Dragon Ball, isn't it? It's that, mm-hmm. it's that um, sort of thing. Or um, so, Flint the Time Detective. Yep. Or there must be other stuff. Oh, yeah, there is, yeah. Things where people are just collecting things. Can't um, even think of a single one now. No, <laughs> I'm sure there's one of them. I'm Doesn't sure it matter. Happens, something. Um, yeah. So yeah, so I, I was. Hmm, what would I've been? Seventeen when this came out. So yeah, mm. I was. I was working at Blockbusters at the time. I used to come home from a night shift uh, about half eleven, and this used to still be on Cartoon Network. And I used to suffer from crippling uh, insomnia at the time Ooh. because of working uh, days and nights, sometimes back to back, as you do in retail. Yep. <laughs> uh, because you've got scumbag bosses, and um, I could never sleep, so I just used to stick on Cartoon Network or Fox Kids or whatever, mm-hmm. and I just used to watch whatever was on. Yeah. <laughs> and Jackie Chan Adventures was on in two thousand uh, September two thousand. I didn't think that, like, in 2000, things were playing at night on, like, cable. I think they were. Yeah, that's quite sorry. I mean, to be honest, I was nine, so maybe I was just asleep and didn't know. Do you know why? Um, you're right, they used to go off, but my dad used to record the cartoon channels oh, right. so that I had something to watch when I came home. That's nice of him. Uh, yeah. So, um, because he knew I used to never sleep. And yeah. they used to find me at, like, six o'clock in the morning, like still like bleary eyed but sort of like you know that uh awake but not quite awake oh yeah where you like loop where you get to that that stage of um like in between the sleeping and waking worlds yeah (laughs) like a shadow demon (laughs) like a fugue state like a limbo um and then they used to that's the that that is the state where you suddenly get really good at mario kart yeah yeah Yeah. you become a savant at all your all the things that you're half good at (laughs) um Apart from existing and leading a normal human life. Yeah, and eating. Um, so they used to, yeah, they used to try and get me to take some, uh, imbibe me with some sort of food and drink. And I used to <laughs> just have coffee. And then I used to go back to work. And then Jeez. in the middle, I had to somehow do all my uni work at the same time. So, yeah, that was <laughs> Great that life. was Jackie Chan Adventures. Um, this episode I picked, I picked mainly because I knew I wanted to pick a first uh, first series episode because it's yeah. the one I remember the most. But I went online and I checked what the best episode of the first season was, and this came up. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I don't think it is the best episode of the first season. I we think talked. 
I think it's Go the on. best episode if you watch the previous 12. Yes, like it's, probably. It's such like an ending. Um, probably any other episode would have been better um, for a standalone. Yeah. Especially the episode where Jackie split into good Jackie and bad Jackie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which yeah. is a really fun one. Um, My favourite episode was always the um, the one with the wrestler, with the ox. Yeah, that one's good. That one's good. Um, but this one is the last episode of the season. So... Uh, essentially, what has happened in the episodes before is that Shendu has, uh, who is a dragon lord who was caught inside a stone statue <laughs> uh, for thousands of years um, and separated from his powers, which are in the talismans, um, has uh, he has employed Valmon and the Black Hand, which yeah. are Valmont's uh, quote unquote legitimate businessman, who is um, um, a uh, stereotypically British villain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but he's really um, bad 2000 villain with yeah. white hair up <laughs> no, in a ponytail. Yeah. He, he looks like he um, owns a recording studio. If one um, wing, black wing, came out of his back, I would not be surprised. <laughs> yeah. He's so Sephiroth. Um, so, uh, yeah, he has told Valmont that he can give him unlimited power if he gets him the stone tablets. Um he needs all 12 to break his uh, prison and, <laughs> you know, destroy China. For some reason, he wants to destroy China. For some um, reason. Some reason. Who cares? Like, he just wants to kill. Um, I suppose they're his oppressors is yeah. kind of how he feels. Um, but the episode, I think the episode before this or the one before that, um, Jackie, again, was split into two parts. And <laughs> evil Jackie took the talismans that cool Jackie, Jackie had been... Cool Jackie, the one who had lines under his eyes. Yeah, and he wore sunglasses. That was the only way. He, could... <laughs> um, he took the talisman that Jackie had been um, collecting. Jackie, uh, his niece Jade, and his uncle. Uncle. I'm it's not, not too really. Sure if it it's is not really his uncle, uncle. Is it's it? It's not. No. No. No, because it's just a bit like a term. Yeah, it's like elder. Yeah. Um, it's like saying grabs. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had been. Uh, collecting these talismans to keep them away from uh, harm because mm-hmm. <laughs> they've been out in the open and inadvertently then give them to Shendu. Yeah. Um, Jackie is turned with, back um, into one body. They're working with what, the, what they're called, the um, the eight-section whatever. The um, Yeah, yeah the, section uh, something. Agent 47 and his band. I think it's people. section 13, isn't it? Yeah, it's I something think stupid so. like yeah. that. Um, yeah, he... The head of which is a Professor X clone yeah. called Captain Black, who Captain is voiced Black. by the uh, another callback, yeah. who is voiced by the great Clancy Brown, one of the best voice actors has ever been. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this episode is l- the culmination of that. So um, it's a it's an odd one. <laughs> it's an odd one to pick. Um, Essentially, what happens is the first thing that happens in the episode is the villain is successful uh, (laughs) (laughs) and blows Jackie Chan out of a 15, 25 story window, whatever the hell it is. It's a skyscraper. Um, What I like about this episode, though, is that they do have a couple of Jackie Chan stunts, right? They do. Yeah. Yeah. Like him going uh, uh, sliding down the the wire to the the Mm. window washer. Who luckily was very strong, a lot strong enough to pick up two people. Yeah. Because he just goes, grab my legs, and he immediately does. Like if he was yeah. like a second too late, Jackie yeah. and Jade are dead. Yep. 
Yeah, he didn't even wait for the guy to say, no. yep, all right, <laughs> fine. Um, so uh, Jackie is defeated, quote unquote, and Shendu gets away. Um, Shendu predictably uh, turns on his villainous friends and they are arrested by Section 13. Um, it's such a stupid name. <laughs> yeah. Such a stupid name. Um, and Jackie and Captain Black have to go to... Do they go to Hong Kong? Uh, I believe so, yeah. But if it's not Hong Kong, it's vaguely Oh, no, Hong it, is, Kong it is Hong S- Kong because they say it's uh, the Ch- in Chinese New Year and he says they're 16 hours behind so they have to go there right. as soon as possible. Yeah. Yes, and they use Captain Black's uh, super special jet. Yeah. Now, um, yeah, because they have to... The, the power will culminate, the villain's power will culminate at the end of the new year. Yeah, yeah. For some reason. It's, for... it's, it's magic. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Uncle says that you have to defeat magic with magic, yep. so Jackie is the only one who can save them. Um, little do they know that Jade is stowing away in the plane. Now, there was a really stupid scene in this where... Yes. Um, uh, oh, when they get captured by by Jade, where she beats them up. That, yeah, that like that, yeah. but also the scene beforehand. So uh, Valmont and his goons get out of prison by Valmont ripping a, his own tooth out, which has circuitry on it for oh, some yeah, reason, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pressing it, and his magic cane flies to him, knocking out the prison guard, and he has a laser blade inside yeah. that he, he can cut through the guard. Uh, he does like rip. an X with his laser yeah. blade, just a one X, and the the entire cell just like evaporates into a yeah. thousand pieces. All the structural integrity of that metal is gone. <laughs> he hit really the weak funny. points. Um, then Jade, who is she at the same facility they are being kept in? Yes, I assume she is. so. Yeah. yeah, because she sees them run. Yeah. Um, for s- s- somehow. She tricks the stupidest FBI agents, <laughs> yeah. Section 13 agents, into locking themselves into cabinets. Oh, she's, it's so dumb. But what I think I did like was that they gave the the two agents who were like looking after her surprising amount of detail on their faces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they could have just nose? been bald guys with glasses. Yeah. But no, they weren't. They weren't. Um, she... She pretends to be a ra- a pile of rags. <laughs> yep. With, um, with a, with a then, football helmet on the top. Yep. And the guy goes in the cupboard and she kicks him and closes the door behind him. She does not lock that cupboard. No. But that guy then can't get out. And also she's like eight years old. Yeah. And she just knocked somebody out. I hated Jade when I was a kid. Like I thought she was the most irritating character. Yeah, she, she really is. Because like, Jackie was always telling her not to get in the way. And she'd be like, no, I'm going to get in the way. It's like, don't yeah. get in the way. You're a child. Jade is annoying. She's really annoying. Yeah. She's really annoying as a character. But is she more annoying than Uncle? I think she's annoying in a petulant child sort of way. That's the thing, isn't it? I think she's just a bit too obnoxious. I mean, I thought this when I was a kid as well, so... Yeah, she's (laughs) annoying, but she's also a kid, which makes her doubly annoying. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, um, yeah, so Jade is... Well, also, she's got that... um, She just gets in the way so often. (laughs) But she's got that annoying character I hate, which I call the Mulder characteristic, that there is a perfectly competent character around you who knows more than you, and yet somehow you're right. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You, know, you know, like there's a window open in the X-Files office and it closes the door. Scully, a scientist, says it's the breeze. Yeah. Mulder says it's aliens and somehow Mulder is right. Yeah, have you seen that um, that tweet that was going around of um, Scully saying there's been a, a spate of, of stabbings in the local area and mm. Mulder throws a file on the desk and says, have you heard of the knife demon? No. It's that sort of thing. <laughs> but it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but that's a, that's a trope I hate, that the character who has no scientific knowledge of the event or cultural knowledge of the event is somehow right. And they're it's, right every it, single time as well. And it it's the it's sort of reminiscent of the last samuraiism. Like mm. the white person goes and teaches the Japanese people how to be honourable. Oh yeah. Um it's it's horrible. I hate it. It's a trope I wish was eradicated from all things. Oh it's like it's, I it's been years since I've seen Last Samurai, the Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, is he actually a samurai in that movie? Like, is he is he meant to be a samurai, or is he just a white guy who shows up? He's he's the head of the opposing. Um, he's like teaching the Japanese army how to fight with right. guns. Oh, the emperor, right. yeah. the emperor wants to embrace like modern warfare. Yeah, and he's caught by the samurai. And has to fight along, and is trained to fight alongside them because okay. he comes to love their culture. Yeah. But he's the one of the only ones that survives. There's a um in the uh, Yakuza games. There's yeah. in one of them. There's a guy called Tom who's a white guy who comes to Japan and wants to be a samurai, and he dresses in like an American flag, like kimono. <laughs> it's really good. So yeah, so Jade, uh, master of everything and yeah. annoying brat, um, <laughs> somehow tricks two Section Thirteen agents and gets aboard the flight to. Yeah, and um, she gets aboard the flight. This is meant to be like a. This is meant to be like a high security prison. Like yeah. it's so high tech that the American government doesn't even know it exists. It's yeah. meant to be like fully, you know, whatever. She gets out. By crawling through a waist-high vent. Yeah. Which is just there. And yeah. <laughs> there's no effort involved. She just takes no. the the great cover off and goes through the vent and she's out. It's so yeah. simple. It is. And it's laughable in that, like, Vermont gets out of his cell. Yeah. But, and he's instantly free. It's yeah. like everyone is just... Apart from in those two, build, two rooms, everyone else is just on their lunch. Yeah, and they're... They they do like an alarm to say that they're out of the cell, and everybody just starts like running around in a panic. Like no, nobody yeah, knows what. Headless to do. chickens. Yeah. Um. So then they get to Japan. They don't get to Japan. It's because we mentioned Last Samurai. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they get to Hong Kong, and for some reason, Section Thirty One only have bazookas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just bazookas, but they can't use them because magic must defeat magic. Yes, and, and Uncle, Uncle keeps standing in front of the bazookas. Yeah, Uncle has developed a potion that allows Jackie to um, breach Shendu's shell to get the talismans out of him. Because if they remove them from his body, he loses that power. Yeah, and then yeah. you've got the best bit of the episode, which is like Jackie can constantly knowing that he can't defeat Shendu. Mm-hmm. But taking abilities away from him yeah. in order to fight back, so he yeah, takes really out. Cool. It's really great. It's a really great scene, and he takes out like the 
Um, first, he takes out the astral projection one, and <laughs> yeah. then just faints. I love which that. I thought he, was really funny. I thought it was so funny that he takes out the the sheep talisman, and he doesn't remember what it does. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good because it's so useless. Yeah. And that, I mean, you can't really expect him to know what all of them do. I mean, he's only no. been on like a globe-trotting adventure collecting all of these things. <laughs> yeah. He can't remember what any of them do. He keeps like sliding under Shendu and running through his legs and just grabbing one quickly. And then Shendu will get it back and try and fight him. And then, um, yeah, for some reason, Shendu uses the monkey on a monkey mm. um, statue makes it live but it doesn't do anything yeah that was that was, that was, that was conf- weird i was a bit confused by that bit i I didn't really understand what the what that power was meant to do no because it turns no. into a rabbit as well yeah i don't i don't i didn't get that at all yeah they turn shenzu shendu into a rabbit which is really funny yeah uh because then instantly he just hits them with his um heat vision <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and then Jackie is seemingly defeated because um, Shindu basically has the horse talisman, so mm-hmm. he can't be hurt. So whatever Jackie's going to do is only a, uh, an amount of time until he is tired and is destroyed. So yeah. the Shindu is about to kill Jackie when Jade shows up, uses the potion, and s- steals a load more talismans from him. She gets the... They take the rat and the something, which means that... Because he's not got I think it rejuvenation. Was horse? Maybe. I can't remember. They take two away, which means yeah. that she doesn't he doesn't have immortality or um the ability to project out of the statue anymore. Oh, it's rat. So it, gets, it must have been rat then. Yeah, yeah. it's the rat, yeah. Um and essentially he is cast back into the statue. But then Jade uses a dragon talisman to destroy it. Yeah. And Uncle is really pissed because yeah. that means that now new nature, nature abhors a vacuum, right? Yeah. So there's got to be a new villain. And then they go home. Um, Jade is sent back to her parents. So we think we've got a reprieve. And then <laughs> yeah. she's going to, and now she's going to be around for another year. Yeah. Um, and then you get. The best part of the episode, which is Jackie Chan himself talking <laughs> about how he's he's never going to be... He gets an audience question about if he's always going to act until he dies, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. And Jackie Chan says, well, I'll probably be in the movie industry for all my life, but I might not be able to do the in front of camera stuff all the time. And uh, 20 years later, 23 years later, he's still He's there. still going. He's still going. Um, and then you get... The theme tune, which sounds a little bit like Fountains of Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can get ja- that. Yeah. Jackie's mum has got it going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why did the, my first Fountains of Wayne song I thought of was I Want an Alien for Christmas? So um, <laughs> that said something about our, like, our thought processes. Well, my favourite Fountains of Wayne song, because Fountains of Wayne are great. Yeah, they are, yeah. Yeah. Um I like um Hackensack. That's my favorite oh, that's a good one, yeah. song. That's a really good. Yeah. <laughs> um I always get mixed up with um Less Than Jake. Yeah, ex- yeah. There's a whole raft of band like that. You yeah. know like the Brit alternative scene where you had like Kasabian oh, and yeah. Razorlight um, and yeah. um, you know whoever else. Keen, Keen Snow yeah. Patrol um where like Hard if you're five. not Oh f- <laughs> yeah, where you can't <laughs> You can't pull them apart. If no, you're you can't. On a no, playlist, and no. they're all there. You're like, um, who else did you have? Yeah, or oh, um, the automatic. That was the one. automatic. The Hoosiers. Oh, there's... there's so many of them. 
There was one in particular I thought about. Uh, Maximo Park. Oh, Maximo Park. Jeez, I had um, I had one of their albums. And they it, were one of the better ones. They, they were quite good. Yeah, they, that's one of those bands where I completely forget about them, then listen to the album and know every word. Yeah, yeah. Um, that they, they girls who play guitars. An, that one. Do you know why they're good? And I've got a theory about this. If you sing with an accent, yeah, 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 sing with your home right, accent, it, yeah. it makes yeah. it sound better. Yeah. Biffy Clyro, Stereophonics, Maximo Park. Um, I, you know, they're they're good because yeah. they are accent singers. <laughs> yeah, he sings with an accent. Catatonia, garbage. <laughs> oh, garbage. They did uh, um, the um uh, the Bond theme, didn't they? At one point, they did. They did uh, Die another day, or was it tomorrow never uh, dies? It's one of those. Tomorrow never dies was. World is not know. enough. I don't remember. It was the one after Robbie Robbie Williams did one. Did he do one? Yeah, he did one. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did one in like the millennium. I'm sure he did one. It doesn't really matter, does it? Oh, I thought you said for this. the millennium. Yeah, like for, the Will for Smith the album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call it. Um, yeah, it was. It was a. It's a good episode of I a good series. It. I thought it was fun. I mean, for the it whole wasn't as good as I remember. Fun. That yeah, that that's the thing. It's not. It's not a series you can really watch one episode of. Yeah, it's even when you watch one that's not like directly connected to the one before or after, mm. it still feels like you need to watch the rest because things yeah. are going to show up in it that you think I don't know what they're talking about. It's a good they're always fetch quest. The other, um, they're always mentioning the other talismans during the episodes. Yeah. It's um, it's a good fetch quest. Fetch quest shows are good. I enjoy yeah. them. Um, I kind of wish they'd made a video game of it. They did. There's a PS2 did, game. Yeah, but is it good? I haven't played it. I just know it exists. Yeah. yeah. Because it uh, it came up when I was looking for the episode on mm. um, on Google Images, there were some pictures of the box art from the PS2 game. So it yeah. might not exist. It could have been somebody you know playing silly buggers and making a fake game. But True. I'm not looking up. Who knows anymore? <laughs> yeah. Um, in this world of false information that we live in, we do. We do indeed. So uh, let's see what it was generally. So I looked for reception. Uh, and, and thought I'd see if there was any reviews. Common Sense Media gave the show four out of five stars, saying, oh. light-hearted, entertaining, suspenseful and humorous. The show may not be deep, but it's a lot of fun. There you go. Thank you, Common Sense Media. Common Sense Media are. aren't the ones who do, like, is this good for good little Christian boys and girls, are they? Uh, it's a non-profit. Yeah. So they don't believe in Jesus, because it's non-profit. It's an organisation that reviews and provides ratings for media and technology with the goal of providing information on their suitability for children. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. There is one that's like overtly religious, but I can't remember yeah. what they're called. There's like one one inappropriate word and a hint of nipple, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah I, know, I know the one you mean. I am um, curious about something, though. I'm going to look on the, uh, on the IMDb. 7.4 out of 10, that's not bad. Um, it's not bad. Let's have a look. Parents' Guide, here we go. Ah, uh, right, okay. Um, being a Jackie Chan-inspired series, there is a considerable amount of martial arts-based action. However, the majority of fights feature the heroes defeating the villains while causing a minimal amount of harm, usually causing more humiliation than injury. So I'd say that's go. true. Yeah. And some episodes feature bathroom humour. All right. Thanks for that, <laughs> Christians. Um, oh, that sounds cool. We should watch this one. Um, in one episode, Jackie's bitten by a snake and starts to exhibit drunken behaviour. This is a nod to Jackie Chan's film, The Drunken Master. 
Yeah, there's a lot of um, Jackie Chan uh, references. Yeah, uh, yeah. About, yeah. like, ex-agencies he's worked for and yeah. stuff like that. I remember that. And, like, the like there's lots of, like, titles from old martial arts films that have mm. been, like, changed around slightly. Uh, Drunken Massa 2 is the best martial arts movie. It's, it's definitely the, one of them. It's, I still it's have, the best one. It's the best I, one. <laughs> I still have a really soft spot for Enter the Dragon. I know it's, it's a really, it's really good. It is really, really good, though. It's very good. It's like the whole that whole film is the basis for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like yeah. there is nothing that isn't in the that didn't inspire the video game. It's Into um, the Dragon is stupidly influential. Yeah, like everything after has had something from Into the Dragon in, yeah, yeah. in it. It's and I know it's like it's like saying vanilla is your favorite. Uh, flavor of ice cream because everyone yeah. likes vanilla yeah um but i think enter the dragon is just i think it's just uh, on another level and if you watch it now mm. it's just as good as it if is. you watched it in yeah. the 70s yeah i think uh, yeah enter the dragon is like top five definitely i've got a real soft spot for um uh chamber of the shaolin yep i love that movie it's so good and uh oh um what's it called the um stephen whatever his name is, movie, Stephen Chow, um, Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, that's really good. That's a really I good like, movie. Um, I mean, I like Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. I even think, you know what, as as a, a film, I'm not the biggest Chris Tucker fan, but yeah. I think Rush Hour is a great film. I haven't seen it since I was a child, so I don't yeah, well, really remember I anything about it. I haven't seen it for a long time. Yeah. Um, what other films do I Specifically, Jackie Chan's Wheels on Meals is good, yeah, and the Big yeah. Brawl's really good. Um, First Strike. I'm trying to think of ones I've seen, but I haven't seen some of these films for God knows how long. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, I went through. Um, I think everybody goes through a bit of a Jackie Chan phase, don't they? Yeah, yeah, of course yeah. they do. Like everyone, <laughs> like everyone goes through a um, Godzilla, yes, kaiju yeah. sort of like state. Um, but yeah, uh, I. Didn't enjoy this as much as I did when I was in an insomniac. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. However, it was still enjoyable. Yeah, it's enjoyable. Um, it's an enjoyable show. Yeah, I'd, this episode on its own, I'd probably give like a six. But if you watch the whole series, it's probably like an eight. Yes, I agree. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those where you need to watch the whole thing. Yeah, you can't. It's it's too um, long a story, which is yeah. why like I've always tried to. Um, veer away from should we pick avatar or yeah because like, legend of Korra? Yeah. we'd have because... to watch the pilot yeah but then the pilot might not necessarily be the best one so well especially with avatar the yeah. um the the pilot is nothing like the show becomes yeah like yeah. really i'd want to pick the last episode because it's got some really good stuff in it that happens um Korra we're probably safe with um dragon prince we might be safe with um, we need to. We've never done a like high fantasy episode, have we? No, we haven't. No. So I'd probably pick Dragon Prince, and there's like we could always pick. There's Conan, Car- uh, there's Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, that would be a good theme, actually. Yeah, write that down. I'll write it in my mental notepad. Oh, in your um, um, in your mind palace. You yeah, my like, mind palace. Sherlock I'll waving s- your arms around trying to find stick, the name of the episode. Sticking it. Sticking it right next to all the books I need to buy. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I'd say I'd give it an eight. What about yeah, you? I'm going to give it an eight as well. I'm going to give this episode itself a seven, but I'm going to yeah. give this series as as a whole an eight. 
because it's it's pretty radical. It's good. It's good. Um, the only thing I think is a little bit of a change. A ch- shame is that they never got Jackie to voice his own character. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose he, he was a busy man back then, wasn't he? He was he was doing um, Shaolin nights. seven million yeah. films. Yeah, he was like knee deep in the Rush Hour franchise as well. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Because this was at the height of his like under like acceptance by Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. It's almost like they they saw this guy who was naturally funny. Yeah. Um, and took that as the bit they wanted to portray rather than the martial arts. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, like, funny Chinese man. Yeah, who doesn't want any trouble. Yeah, um, and that works, don't get me wrong, because that yeah, is a big yeah. part of who he is. But I think, like, the martial arts elements are sometimes lost in the Americanized films. Yes, yeah. Um, but then you've got the whole back catalogue of Jackie Chan if you want some real martial arts, right? Yeah. Weirdest thing he was in, um, around the world in eighty days, the Steve Coogan yeah. one. Yeah, that was weird. What was he in? That was that? weird. I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Money. I mean, yeah, yeah. They mean they did try to at least make the story revolve around him slightly. Yeah, I think, um, like you know, it's the Robert De Niro effect, right? Yeah. You stop doing the serious roles after a little while, and yeah, because you get bored, roles. don't you? I mean, like You're Robert De Niro, Rocky a and Bullwinkle, yeah. <laughs> I think that's so funny that Robert De Niro is a comedy actor. Mm-hmm. He's retired now, hasn't he? I think he's not doing Has anything he? anymore. Hasn't yeah. he had another kid? Uh, maybe. I know that At one like old... Oh, it was... um Shit, what's his name? Uh, uh, Scarface. Uh, Al, Al Pacino. He's like, his... he's like 83 and he's just had a kid with a, like a 27-year-old. Absolutely disgusting. I know, that kid is not going to have a father. It's like... No, it's, yeah. it's selfish. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So... We'll take a break yep. um, and we'll be back to talk about Spooky Show, which we haven't even mentioned yet. No, we haven't. What, what, so am, I put, a... what am I putting in the um, in the ad break? Give me a clue. Uh, right. Uh, how about we find a um, trailer uh, a trailer for Rush Hour? Okay, I'll put that in. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll see you in a sec. Bye. Bye. Hello, it's Aiden to Spivsey. I was going to put in the trailer for Rush Hour, but I watched it on YouTube and went, oh, wow, that's pretty racist. So I tried the trailer for Rush Hour 2 and, oh, wow, that one's pretty racist as well. So instead, uh, here's the trailer to the Wes Anderson film Rushmore. These are the names that define our world. The artists who shaped our minds. The rebels who challenged our views. But of all these legends, there is one that stands above all others. I'm sorry, did someone say my name? (laughs) What's the secret, Max? The secret? I think you just gotta find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life. For me, it's going to Rushmore. Sharp little guy. He's one of the worst students we've got. We're putting you on what we call sudden death academic probation. Could I see some documentation on that, please? Did you invite that kid to your party? Max Fisher. Come on, Dad, there's gonna be girls there. I'd rather die. Pull your head out of your... Maybe I'm spending too much of my time starting up clubs and putting on plays. It's time, homie. Kiss me, little one. I should probably be trying harder to score chicks. I like your hat. You're a teacher here, aren't you? I'm so glad you could come. I want you to meet a friend of mine, Peter Mm. Flynn, Max Fisher. Hi. 
Who's this guy? Has it ever crossed your mind that you're far too young for me? I like your nurse's uniform, guy. These are OR scrubs. Oh, are they? I don't know what you see in her. I, I don't think she's right for you. What's that supposed to be? Hello, Herman. How are you, Rosemary? I know about you and the teacher. Does Max know? <laughs> Five foot three, 112 pounds, glasses. You know, you and Hammond deserve each other. You're both little children. War does funny things to men. Well, you'll find a pair of safety glasses and some earplugs underneath your seats. Please feel free to use them. What do you think of Max's latest opus? It's good. But let's hope it's got a happy ending. Rushmore. Thank you very much. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that trailer or clip for Rush Hour. Um, <laughs> because the, the, uh, the, yeah. the greatest film of 2000 whenever that movie came yeah. out. No, it's... 99? 99, really? Jeez. Was it 99? I need to test it. I need to check now, don't I? It feels, like, it feels like such like a 2003 movie. 1998? 98? Jeez, yep. that was like pre-Matrix. Yep. Wow. There you go. 9-11 hadn't even happened yet. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um. So, Spivsy, do you yep. want to tell our lovely listeners what you picked for our martial arts episode? I picked... Shaolin Showdown, a show from the Kids WB from the early 2000s, which is a, it's very, very similar to Jackie Chan Adventures in a lot of yeah. ways. It's yeah. about a, a team of martial artists um, hunting down mystical artifacts, mm-hmm. uh, fighting against demons and saving the world. Yeah. And it's really, really, really good. It's a lot it of fun. It's really good. Yeah. It was really funny as well. Yeah. And... The first thing I want to like get into for talking about Shaolin Showdown, it is like a who's who of voice actors. Oh my god, yeah! Like Absolutely. all the big ones are in this. We've got uh, Tara Strong's in it. Yep. Uh, we've got Tom Kenny, Gray Delisle. Yep. Jeff Bennett is in it. Yep. Uh, Danny Cooksey. Uh, we've got Susan yep. Silo, who's been in everything. Yep. Yep, um, yep. Later in the series, we get Jason Marsden. He's in it. Yep. And the dragon. Is played by Wayne Knight. From... Who does a fantastic fucking job. He's so good. But I completely the... forgotten he was in this. He's really great. He's got such a distinctive voice. Yeah. Um, but also, René Ogenois yes. was the master. Yeah, only and for season one, me... though. That made me really sad. Yeah. But um, he's so good. He's so good. He's got one of the best... He's a great voice actor. He was, he's yeah. He's in fucking yeah. everything. Yeah. He's like... um. Who's uh oh, the the black guy who's in Gargoyles and he voiced Spawn? What's his name? He's in everything. Oh, I don't remember, but I know who you mean. Uh, yeah. He's got like what? Oh, of course he's got white hair. He's a fucking old man. Um, <laughs> uh, what's his name? I can see him in my, in my mind. Keith David. 
Yes, Keith David. He's in um, Who, Saints Row. That's where I was thinking of him from. He is. He is one of my absolute favourite voice actors. He's, yeah, he's got great such a good him. voice. Yeah, and Spawn is good as an animated series. It's not good as a comic. No, but it's, it's not. relatively I, I, good. As a... God, don't hate Spawn. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've mentioned on the show before my my distaste for Spawn. You know what? I used to I used to love Spawn for the art because it was Greg Capullo. And uh, it was just so good. Yeah. Um, but the story was always so dire. It was so bad. Thank God Image moved away from like Savage Dragon, Witchblade oh, yeah. yeah. and um, Spawn. Yeah. Um, I mean, Savage, Savage Dragon was always a poor man's nemesis, the warlock. Yeah. Yeah. There's... um. I mean, I've got a because I collect hardcover omnibuses. I've got a Witchblade omnibus. I got the first one because mm. it was just like maybe I'll see what it's like. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. Not only is it terrible, it's so gratuitous. Like every fucking issue starts with her in the bath or in a shower <laughs> or like she gets ripped just across the underboob. Yeah, uh, it's, it's one it's, of those kinds of yeah. things. Yeah. Very 1994. It's Michael Turner. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, yeah, it's what it <laughs> is, right? So um, the uh, the episode that I picked for Shaolin Showdown, just because I thought it would be funny, I also went for season one, episode 13, which um, turns out is almost the exact same episode as the Jackie Chan <laughs> episode yeah. we watched. Lucky for some, right? Yeah. And um, it, I looked it up afterwards when I, after picking it and watching it. Turns out this one is the best rated episode of the entire series, and the same with mine. And yeah, it's so that's weird. something, isn't it? Yeah, it was weird because we you picked it randomly. Yeah, um, I think maybe because loads happened in this. I was like, mm, I, yeah. I, I was halfway through the episode and I was like, surely it's going to end. And then it was like another scene, and then another scene, yeah. and then another scene. And it's it's it doesn't feel too long though. No. Because there's a lot, there's a lot of character development in this one. In this I never episode. watched it. Did you never I, watch it? This is the first time I'd ever watched it. Really? Yeah, I think you'd yeah. enjoy it. I think you, if you went back and watched some of the other episodes, mm. I think you'd like get into it. I like the characters. The characters yeah. are great. The characters are really fun, especially Omi. Yeah, Omi is like the star of the, of yeah. the entire show. But the um, the concept of the show is there are four uh, Shaolin warriors, Shaolin dragons, they're called, mm-hmm. who are proficient in different elements like a bit like um air, like um avatar we've got um, yeah. water wind fire and earth and yeah. there's only like four people in the world who are proficient in these things and they get found by the shaolin temple and mm-hmm. brought in to uh, learn how to do martial arts and they have to go and collect mystical artifacts or talismans called the shen gong wu yeah which are they all basically give you very specific superpowers but a cool thing they did that they did with it is if you use two of them at the same time, they like merge the abilities. Mm-hmm. Like you said, with them, um, the float and the super speed will let you be able to fly. Yeah, it's that sort of thing, and it's really fun seeing how they're going to use the different Shengong Wu to fight evil. They do a thing where like, if you, if you find a Shengong Wu and a bad guy is there and he wants to take the Shengong Wu as well, you both mm-hmm. grab hold of it. And say what kind of duel that you want to have with them, and then yell Shaolin Showdown, and you yeah. get taken into like a pocket dimension where you have to fight the other person for control that... over the artifact. Which While is the so others cool. Can somehow, yeah, they're still there. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
It, that that bit was weird. <laughs> it's the best part of the show and the Shaolin showdowns. But it is weird. It's weird, but it's so it's much definitely fun. Definitely weird. And the um the one of my favourite bad guys out of anything is Jack Spicer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jack Spicer the techno mage. Yeah, he's he's just like a fourteen year old who's good at yeah. inventions and he's great. He's I always thought that he should have be, he, he seemed like the sort of character at one point would end up being a good guy. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. He just, he's mm-hmm. still he's just a dickhead throughout the entire series. It's great. Some never, people like, are born himself. dickheads and die dickheads, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the main character, Omi, who is the dragon of water, who is the little dude, mm-hmm. and he's great. He's like, um, he's just like doing flips and everything, and he doesn't understand mm-hmm. anything, and he's the comic relief, and everybody loves yeah. Omi. And then yeah. you got Raymundo, who is uh, voiced by Tom Kenny, who's the dragon of wind, and Raymundo is yeah. a bit of a dick. He's um, yeah. arrogant. He's uh, thinks he's better than everyone else. But, he's the Raphael. Yeah, yeah. But you know, he's got he's got he's got a heart <laughs> somewhere deep inside. <laughs> which um, uh, spoilers for the series. Mm-hmm. He's um, he's a bad guy in this episode. Yeah, because he's um, he's been told that he wasn't good enough to be a. I can't remember what they call them. He's like. And appre- he goes up to apprentice. They rest yeah, and yeah. go up to apprentice level, don't yeah. they? And he's held behind. Which held from behind. the previously on, he he's only it. does he deserve it? I think he does at the start because he is a bit of a knob throughout the first oh, series. So yeah, <laughs> I thought it was because the spirit had mm. gone into his head and made him do something. Well, he does that because of his own actions. Like he shouldn't oh, have been there okay. anyway because he's very okay. he's very rash in the first series. Right, so okay. it's kind of his own fault, so I can understand it. But, but as the series goes on, he becomes like the main guy. He's mm-hmm. like the one who like really buckles down and becomes a proper Shaolin warrior. Mm-hmm. And he's like the first one who is given the ranking up to whatever their highest ranking is. Yeah. So he ends up being like the hero of everything. Like he really okay. turns it around. But yeah. And we've got a Kimiko, who was um, the Dragon of Fire. She's my favourite. She was my favourite as well. Even when I was a kid, yeah. she was my favourite. Because yeah. she was the one who um, does all the tech and everything. And yeah. the tech person is always my favourite in these kinds of shows. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. She's, she was the, the, the Donatello. And everybody yeah. loves Donatello. And she always wears something different in every episode. Yeah. Which is cool. Was, I like it when they good. do that. Yeah. And I bet this guy is probably a lot of people's favourites. It's Clay, <laughs> who's the Texas, <laughs> Texas cowboy. <laughs> Texas Cowboy Shaolin Ninja. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and uh, he he um he likes using the um the the the, the Shengong Wu thing that like goes around his round his waist. I can't remember what they call it. Yeah, like where it gives him like a huge arm and he can smash through things. And he uses yeah, that all it, the time. It was interesting. Like that that sash became yeah. sort of like a third arm sash, malleable thing. Yeah, yeah. And then there's uh, Dojo, who is the um the Chinese dragon played by Wayne yeah. Knight, who is um, so good. He's cool. I like Dojo. Yeah. He's like um, Mushu, but better. Yeah. Mushu, but not Eddie Murphy. Yeah. He's <laughs> Wayne Knight. <laughs> as far away from being Eddie Murphy as you could possibly get. <laughs> uh, the And the two, the two bad guys are Jack Spicer and Wu Ya. Yeah. Um, Wu Ya is like a, a 1500 old witch who is, yeah. uh, they, there's like a group of anti-Shaolin called the Halin. Who were like always being their antagonists throughout, like, mm-hmm. like throughout history, and I think Wu Ya is meant to be like the last one, and she's a ghost because she used mm-hmm. like spirit magic and became a ghost. And this episode is basically about her trying to regain 
her form, which is why the episode is called In the Flesh, because yeah. Wu is trying to get flesh. And she's yeah. great. She's fantastic. She's got a brilliant Aren't we all? voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aren't we all? And yeah, the series is basically just about the globe trotting, trying to find these items, having Shaolin battles against the the antagonists and trying to collect them. And a cool thing that I really like about it is that when the bad guys win, everybody is just like they won fair and square. Like we can't do anything about it. What we yeah. lost that Shaolin showdown that is theirs now. Mm-hmm. So there would be like artifacts that would just go from good guy to bad guy over the course of the series. Yeah. Really fun. It was good. Yeah. I liked it. In this one, um, Jack Spicer's got like this lotus thing, which gives him stretchy powers. Yeah. It's really fun. And uh, the um, in this, uh, Raymond has been told that he's not going to be a Shaolin apprentice because he was a bit of a knob recently. Yeah, he, he failed says, to protect yeah. something. Yeah, and they 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 steal stuff from them, and he says, "I don't want to be a Shaolin warrior anymore. I'm gonna I'm going home." And he leaves and goes back to Brazil. Mm-hmm. No, Rio goes back to Rio. Yeah, where apparently he's rich. He's got like a got a butler and everything. Oh, yeah. So that's why he's a dickhead, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And he is um, confronted by Wu Ya again. And she basically says, if you help me out, you can have anything you want in the world. I'll give you a soccer team. And he's yeah, like, a yeah. soccer team? Says, don't you want to see what it's like to drink out of the World Cup? <laughs> so weird. So weird. You're from Brazil. You must love football. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine that working on me. <laughs> no. Don't you want to own your own soccer team? No. no really. Never no. thought about it. It's never... No. <laughs> Sounds terrible. I'm not Ryan Reynolds. I don't need that. Uh, He helps her to get a reversing mirror. Yeah. Which I don't know what it's actually meant to do. I don't think they show you like what it does by itself. It can make... Oh, no, because they say that in conjunction with the other thing... Yeah, like in conjunction it does something, but I don't think they say what it does by itself. No. But either way. Um, in conjunction with the serpent's tail? Tail, yeah. Yeah, which can turn you into a ghost, so you can like, go through walls and stuff. If that is used with the reversing mirror, it can turn ghosts into humans. The reversing mirror? Yeah. Wait a minute. Uh, Are you bear with... I'm looking it up. I just wanted to know now. Um... When this Shengong Wu was activated, it allowed the user to reverse the power of anything that was directed towards it. Oh, okay. So yeah. that makes sense, because yeah. if they had the snake tail and that turned you into a ghost, it would reverse it so it would turn ghosts into the living. Yeah. But what would it, what would it do if you turned it on a living person? Would it turn you into double living? No, I think it just allows... <laughs> would it, would you it to be re- like a Cronenberg sort of thing? <laughs> it just reverses the power that you direct towards it right okay so if so, you go yeah. to get a if you go to punch that mirror you get double the strength punch back at you yeah <laughs> or not double but just you know yeah you, you, you punch you in the face you would yeah. feel feel being punched in the face yeah that's pretty cool that's a yeah. um that's pretty yeah that makes sense they should call it the karma mirror yeah yeah or something reversing mirror is just like is, that's what mirrors do anyway mm-hmm <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I guess yeah. so. But yeah, they um uh Raimundo breaks into the Shaolin temple to steal back all of the things so he can steal the um the snake tail thing, mm-hmm. the serpent's tail. 
and Omi thinks that he isn't a bad guy and he's he, there's like a plan for what he's doing. And <laughs> all the other characters say, no, he's a bad guy, Omi. He's not. He's trying to steal from us. It's like, this this plan is getting more and more complicated. <laughs> I love Omi. Omi's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. he steals a serpent tail and he um, brings it back to Wuya. And the climax of the episode, they um, turn her back into a into a living being. Yeah, um, I wanted to. I wanted to watch more episodes. Yeah, I did as well. Because I watched this, I wanted to go back and find out what he'd done to be such a dickhead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's it's like a gradual thing over the course series because he's always like running into things and hmm. like getting in the way and not doing what he's told. Master Fung is always having a go at him. I like the idea again, like Pokemon. Yeah. I like the idea of getting new abilities in a show as well, yes, so you're not always well. the same yeah. thing. Um, because like. When you watch stuff like Mask or something like that, mm. they have the they have the ability in their mask. They they have their changing cars. Nothing changes. Yes, well, the cars yeah. change, but um, you know, the nothing nothing levels up. Like a character going through a change. This is why Ben Ten was so good, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. like he developed new forms and things like that. Yeah, and he um, learned new things that he could do with previous forms as well. Yeah, and or new or forms. But somehow revealed that they had ulterior motives and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I think, yeah, Ben 10 is like a really good example of that kind of show. It, along with Digimon is probably like the biggest one. Yeah. Of finding out new things that you're able to do and collecting new new friends, <laughs> as it were. Yeah. Yeah. Which is one of the one of the negatives about Pokemon was that the fact that, you know, characters didn't evolve very often. Yeah, yeah didn't develop new abilities. Yeah, it was always like, like a big deal if something evolved. Yeah. Which is I always thought that was a weird choice for the um the Pokemon anime. It was like the anime was one that put on the the subtitle got to catch them all. Yeah. And he catches like four things throughout yeah, the entire he doesn't series. Really, he, he doesn't, doesn't catch really all. get a lot of things. And no. one of those one of those Pokemon are hideously unreliable. <laughs> yeah. Um and he can't, you know, control him for a really long time. Yeah. There is um, in the first series of Pokemon though we do meet Richie who's like Ash but with brown hair who is yeah. Caxinimal and he's got yeah. loads of them. <laughs> he's got a Growlithe, isn't it? Hasn't he? That's uh, yeah. He's got a um, he's got an Eevee, I think, and he's got yeah. a Pokemon called Sparky who's got like a bit yeah. of hair. Yeah. Um, the new series that's coming out, there was a guy yeah. called Go. I think his name is. It's spelled like G O H. Okay. Uh, he is like collecting all of them. I think he's out right. of the series now because they've completely revamped it. Like, Ash is yeah. out now, but they've got new characters. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure his thing is, like, he is Caction Morton and he's got, like, 200 different Pokemon. That's good. That's yeah. what you need. Yeah, I agree. Like, if they did a spin-off, they need to do it with Go. Even if they live in a box forever yeah. in a, at a Pokemon centre, yeah. uh, you've got to catch them all. That's the <laughs> whole point of to. it. Yeah, that's the entire premise of the thing was built around gotta catch them all. So this is one thing I liked about cartoons from the 80s that were like, this is, we've got this very special mission. Let's ha- let's get um, Beachhead, um, Snake Eyes, yeah. and, <laughs> yeah. you know, that Sailor. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they're, the, they're the abilities we need. Um, and that guy I was on uh, the Choose Your Own Adventure. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, clean sweep. <laughs> clean sweep. <laughs> um and 
Yeah, and like the abilities would match the mission, and it that was I'm going to bring up Mask again. That was a good thing about Mask in that mm. like there were there were like 15 active members of the team, right? Yeah, and Matt Trackle used to say like you sit around a table with the board guy Alex, whatever his name was, um, <laughs> and he used to say like we've got this mission, Venom are coming, we need Dusty Hayes, and we need. Um, Bruce Sato. I'm remembering a lot of Mars characters <laughs> well, yeah. accidentally. Um, and we need... Ugh, I can't remember another one. It doesn't matter. Um, because Miles Mayhem is coming and they're like looting a temple of a dream diamond or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. Um, but those those sorts of things where you don't have to have the same characters all every time mm, yeah. is, is was always yeah, really, really like exciting to me like are they going to bring out my favorite one oh no it's it's Bruce Sato again um, yeah um, you know. anime is so good at that kind of thing yeah yeah well my hero academia is a little bit like that as well isn't it it's like yeah, yeah, there's a yeah. whole class of superheroes which one is going to be the one who has the ability to take on the, this new threat yeah. if they ever get to it yeah, I mean, it's usually Deku, but... <laughs> yeah, he normally is. <laughs> normally uh, who's Deku. he going to work with? Yeah. Like, uh, um, yeah, like, um, the, one of my favourite... This arc in uh, Boku no My Hero Academia mm-hmm. gets uh, shit on a lot because people think it's a bit boring. But the um, there's a joint training exercise episode where they go yeah. against Class 1B. Mm-hmm. And they, they're put into, like, uh, random groups to fight against random groups. And it's my favourite one because we get to see what everybody is capable of against certain types of enemies. Mm. So you get stuff like um, there's a guy in class one bit. I'm going. You've got me onto my academia now. That's fine. There's a guy in in class one B who's got a, a quirk called black, where he can like go into black things like shadows right. and anything painted black, and he can like inhabit it. And there's a guy in class one A called Tokiyami who has got a dark shadow which is like mm-hmm. a big black crow that comes out of his back. Right. It's like a ghost. And it goes inside Dark Shadow yeah. and takes over him. And like, if they hadn't done this random group up, we would never have known that he was capable yeah. of doing that. Yeah. I love that kind of thing. It's like, yeah. I like it when people actually like, like, there's some kind of imagination behind what are they capable of. It's really fun. Well, because it just shows that like they're still writing. Yes, they're not. Yeah. They're still writing the characters. They're not yeah. just like, oh, this character is exactly how we want him to stay or her to stay for the rest of existence, and this is what we're doing now. Yeah, which like I, I was, find. I was really talking boring. to somebody the other day about um, how easy it is to write Midoriya in mm-hmm. like a fan fiction or something mm-hmm. because he evolves so much over the course of the series. Like, yeah, like you could you can write him at any point of his arc, and mm-hmm. it makes sense. So, like, you could write him as the, like, naive kid at the start who just wants to be a hero. Then you can write him as, like, the up-and-coming hero. Then you can write him as, like, the dark vigilante type from the dark hero arc. You can write him as, like, the big strong guy from the uh, summer camp training arc where he fights muscular. You can, like, write him at any point, and it sort of makes sense for his character because he's such, like, a... He's like a blank slate. Yeah. Versatility. Yeah. It's great. I love it. I love um, these kinds of shows. 
I've uh, I've started drafting my uh, new Story Lord season. Yeah, and um, I'm thinking of doing a sci-fi superhero. Oh, please do! Arc, please do um, a season because I've got some really good ideas, and I've I've got a good idea for a main character who like um, yeah, who's sort of like a. His power is a bit versatility. Yeah, he doesn't know yeah. what he doesn't know what he's going to do until he does it. That's cool. Um, um, so do you want, uh, I'll, I'll give you a, a reading suggestion you, uh, yeah. for, to help with this sort of thing. Read uh, My Hero Vigilantes. All right, okay. because the uh, the main guy in that his power is called Slide and Glide. Right, he, he can like put little tiny air pressure out of his hands and his feet, and he uses it to slide on the ground. He can have like it's like a. a Air hockey puck, yeah, 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 is, is his power, and the whole series about him learning all these like incredible things that he can do with this really basic power. Well, I mean, he's got he's got no friction, yeah, so he'd yeah. be able to be super fast. Yeah, it's great. Well, at the start, he can go as fast as a three speed bike, is what he says. <laughs> but later on, he finds out he can like reverse the air in his hands, so he can okay. stick to walls. That's clever. Yeah, it's great. It's a really good series. I like that. I like that sort of like not knowing what you're you can do in a given situation. Yeah, right? I love it's it. It's not yeah. already been decided. Um, but yeah, and that that yeah. sort of like self evaluation thing as well mm-hmm. of them thinking, "Am I capable of doing this?" and then actually trying yeah. to find out that they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read that. <laughs> so, did you like um, Shaolin Showdown? Would you do you think you're going to watch? Um, um, I think I will. Some more, yeah. I think I will. I I think my son would like it as well. So I'm always on the hunt for things I think he'd like. Yeah. yeah. But um, the characters were really fun. Yeah, they're really fun characters. Like you've yeah. got a really. I think what is what was really good about Shadow Showdown is that you got a sense of who they were mm. after about five minutes. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. really good writing and really good like um, good cartooning. If that's yeah. a, it's not really an adjective, but um, like. It's just they, they had, you know, there's the tropes that they could have easily gone to, mm. but they decided not to. They tried decided to play around with them a little bit, and I think yeah. that's admirable. Yeah, um, yeah, I'd definitely watch some more. I think like the, the I I'm a big sucker for a redemption arc. Yes, if, me too. as long as so yeah. long as it's justified. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, like, and sometimes be, when it's not, sometimes when it's not, like, sometimes it's not like Vegeta or Garrick. Yeah, because they're not justified in any way whatsoever no it just um, happens <laughs> but... the thing is um with vegeta and garrick i kind of feel like they don't deserve redemption they don't really get redemption yeah they just are trying to be better well i mean vegeta is not even trying to be better for no he's not, part no, of it no. um, he does eventually he gets he gets a bit more um like looking after his children in super yeah yeah but i mean in z there's one point where he turns himself into a margin because he wants <laughs> wants more power. Of course he does. Yeah. Of course he does. He gets a big M on his forehead and turns evil. It's great. I I liked when um Trunks came back and he was and he was kind of yeah. like I can't see this future happening. I hate you. Uh yeah. like expression of my fate that I don't want. Um <laughs> Yeah, that was good. I like that whole that whole arc. When oh, Trunks, tru- was Trunks back. is so cool when he comes back yeah. in after the freezer, after the Namek yeah. saga. He's so cool. Yeah. The Did only you... thing I didn't like <laughs> about Trunks coming back is that he kills. Him. He kills Freezer in about two seconds. Yeah, it's so funny. He he kills Freezer, Caller, and King Cold in like mm-hmm. a second. 
and then can't defeat an android. Yeah, something really funny about Freezer, you know, that he yeah. he he goes to hell after this, <laughs> and he's he gets like tied to a tree where he has yeah. to have like cute little animals talking to him all the time because that's his version. Oh, of it's hell. like um, yeah, it's like a reverse. What's the the one that gets his liver pecked out? Yeah, um, yeah, Prometheus. Prometheus, yeah. yeah. It's like a reverse Prometheus, yeah. Yeah. And um, he realises that he can train inside his own mind using, like, mental training. And he becomes super strong, even though he's, like, tied to a tree. And when he gets he out and he, like, gets resurrected and stuff, he um, figures out that he has always just been this strong. Like, he doesn't do any training, ever. And he was just mm. free, like, the level that he is at where... Goku had to go Super Saiyan. So yeah. after he gets out, he decides to actually train, and he becomes like the strongest thing in the universe for a while, just because uh, he actually tries. Uh, so that's the thing. I both find yeah. it's weird, find redeeming and find irritating about yeah. Dragon Ball Z. It, Everything is always, always just, another power yeah, level. Yeah, then, I didn't um, know we could go to one thousand and one. Yeah, that's what that's what it's like. There is yeah. a um, an arc in the super manga after yeah. the anime finished, where this guy called Granola gets the Dragon Balls and wishes to be the strongest person in the universe. Right, and that's just he's just immediately the strongest person in the universe. Right, and um, go across to go fight him. He still wins. <laughs> of course he does. Yeah, oh, it's great. I love Dragon Ball. But you, could, I, I, I got to a point with it where I was like, I've watched too much of it. I need to give it like a year in order yeah, for any yeah. of this to have any sort of impact on me, uh, because it's just the same thing <laughs> again and again and again. Um, I think you're better like, off reading the manga, to be honest. Yeah, probably, probably, probably. Um, yeah, I think. What else could we have picked? I think we could have probably picked Super Sumos. Yeah, um, Chop Socky um, Chooks. Mortal Kombat, which Mortal we talked Kombat, about. Yeah. Um, there is a glut. There is a sort of like um, a lack of these sorts of cartoons. Yeah, um, I, I mean, Dragon Ball could have been, you know, especially a lot the of them early are Dragon be, um, anime, aren't they? Yeah, we could have done JoJo. That would have been fun. Yeah, I mean, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has got ninja in the name, but they don't really yeah, do any true. martial arts. No, it, they do in the Nick stuff. Yeah, um, and maybe that's what we. No, we can't. Samurai Jack, we should have could, could have done Samurai Jack. Oh god, Jack. yeah, yeah. Um, Jake Long, American Dragon. Yep. Which um, first season excellent. Second season, nah. Is that one? Um, Samurai Champloo could have done that. I've not even heard of that. Ah, it's pretty good. Hong Kong Fui. <laughs> Hong Kong Fui. We could have done Hong Don't, Kong Fui. We could have done. I think that would have been slightly a stretch. <laughs> um. So let's talk about next episode. So next episode, we're going to do something a little bit different. We say that um, every time. <laughs> Spivzy has uh, seen Spider-Verse, yep. uh, the sequel, Across the Spider-Verse. I'm watching Good. it tomorrow, uh, tomorrow afternoon. It's a two hour, 20 minute film. I'm taking my son to watch it. So I'm hoping that will go well. Yeah, because Mario is a bit shorter. Um, but he absolutely loves Superman, so I'm thinking it will, probably will. Yeah. Um, yeah. So next episode, we'll talk. We're going to do a sort of review of our thoughts. It will probably be spoilers. Um, yes. We might do. Yeah. How about we could do like a, um, 
general talk for like half the episode and then we'll get into the heavy spoilers so we'll we'll earmark that so that you guys know if you haven't watched it and you want to watch it you don't have to listen to the second half of the episode yeah we don't want to like ruin it for anyone but of course this this episode will come out like in three weeks time from day of recording now so it'll be like a month since it's come out so you've got time i'd say yeah (laughs) yeah yeah although you still might be waiting for it to be released on Home yeah. video. Yeah. <laughs> or probably, you know, streaming service. Yeah. Uh, VHS. But maybe we'll talk about um, the first one as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to rewatch it. Yeah. It's been a while since I, I've seen it. I, it's my favourite Spider-Man film so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it's probably my son's favourite film at the More moment. More than the 1960s live action Spider-Man where he throws a net on people? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And definitely better than like No Way Home and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I yeah. think it's it's absolutely the best um, the best Spider Man film there's been. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, because it's actually a Spider Man film. It's yeah. not. A, it's not an Iron Man or Doctor Strange film. I. It does make me think that um, Marvel have had the license. Uh, Marvel have had the you know the unchallenged uh, monopoly too long. Mm, yeah. uh, because Sony came and knocked it out of the park with this. Yes. Um, yeah. And they tried to do something a bit different. Can you imagine this as a live action? Can you oh, imagine the Spider-Verse yeah. films as live action? How good they would be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's weird, isn't it? Like, the Sony like, animation side of things are so good. Like, they're making such yeah. like, fantastic things. And the live action stuff is like Morbius. Like, why, yeah. why is there such like a discrepancy between the two fields? It's really mm. weird. Pay writers more. <laughs> Craven the Hunter film, man, a lot. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they're doing that. That right. um, the uh, the wrestler one got cancelled. The one that Bad Bunny was going to be in. Wrestler one. There was a wrestler on. Um, I can't remember what it's called. L something. L Tuavo. I can't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it got cancelled. They're not doing it anymore. Oh, good. Yeah, because when it was announced, everybody said, "Why are they doing this? Nobody even knows yeah. who this character is." I don't. I don't understand Sony. I, I don't either. Like, if you want to create a spider verse film uh, uh, just do it yeah got... i mean there are the rumors coming out that they're doing a live action miles morales movie yeah but, but they they won't have the same no, no it won't verse no. that they can't what they should do is a direct remake i'd sh- rather they didn't but i'd but that's the only way they're going to recapture that magic with yeah. people who haven't seen it before they're not going to be able to do all the effects and stuff though in a in a no. good way because a lot of the fun of watching spider-verse is all the different art styles yeah. But they're not going to be able to do that. No. no. I think it's better off if they just keep animating them. Yeah, yeah. They won't do more than three, though, will they? I don't think so. No. No. But it'll be a trilogy of excellent films. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll do that next episode. We'll talk about Spider-Verse. Um, we'll talk about Into the Spider-Verse and Across the Spider-Verse. Yep. Uh, we will mar- demark where there is spoilers. So yeah, we'll let um, you know. We'll, we'll let you know. I'll put um, like so a klaxon you... sound effect in. Yeah. <laughs> the um the opening bars to the 1960s Spider-Man animated cartoon. Da, 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 yeah. da, 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 and then you've got like a 5 second warning. Yeah. Um so but then episode after that we were talking about having a guest spot so we'll figure out what that is. If not, if we can't find the guest in time, I can't remember what was on the list of things other things that we were going to do. Uh neither do I. But talk about My Hero oh. Academia today. I want to do another anime. <laughs> Horrifying Nature. Oh, that, that was, was it, yeah. 
And yeah. we were going to do Animals of Farthingwood and um, Watership Down. Yeah. That fucking bleak episode. Sorry bleak about that. Um, <laughs> bleak nature. Bleak um, nature. Very British productions. Uh, going to make you cry. Uh, going to make you look at animals in a completely different way. Yeah. Um, and then you go probably have some sort of not horrible nightmare. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, something gets run over by a car. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we will watch that episode. I'll probably watch the uh, m- m- allegory for Alzheimer's episode as well. Yeah. Because oh, that's fucking terrible. God, animals um, are farthing wood. What are they doing? Uh, watch I mean, that one were... with your son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <thank laughs> you. Um, but that's what we'll do. We didn't get any emails this week. Um, I, I, I don't know if we were going to mention it, but we didn't get any emails this week. Uh, it's because so... I never told anyone we were watching this until yesterday. Yeah. It's because we were a got... week out. Yeah. Because usually I have two weeks to upload the episodes, but we only had a week this time. So. But we'll get a, a double set next time. Yeah. Probably. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Um, that's not asking for two emails, V. Just, just all right. She'll let you know if she wants. She can do it. Um, <laughs> you, if you got, if but if you if you want, you can just do two separate topics in one email. Yeah, that works. Um, but yeah, so a bit of a shorter one this week. Um, but there's nothing wrong with that. No, um, size doesn't matter. That's what Godzilla told me. Exactly. Um, unless you're a hedgehog crossing a road. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if you want to suggest topics to us, if you want to join the Discord where um, lots of people talk about Toonhounds and interact with us on the regular, then you can go to patreon.com slash Toonhounds and donate there and you get access to the Discord. Yeah. Um, there's lots of cool people there, lots of people you would have heard from emails. Um, yeah, it's a nice place to be. Um but you can suggest topics for us. You can talk you can. to us about the episodes. Um, you can talk about cartoons in general. Um, you can abuse me for the fact that I sometimes <laughs> pick terrible ev- uh, examples of the thing that we're watching. This that happens probably, a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. It does, it does. But then we always do. Yeah, we, always we do. do that. It's, it's, it's a two-nose staple at this point. It's, it's impossible to pick the perfect episode because it's perfect because you've got context. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was trying to think like if we did a uh, future spin-offs episode because I want to talk about Batman Beyond what episode of Batman Beyond I would talk about Mm. and I realised I'd probably talk about the film because you can't there are some really great episodes of Batman Beyond but it's all about like you can't watch the really good Shriek episode if you haven't watched all the Shriek episodes yeah you're not going to know you need the context for it no Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what, what what I could do for that. And all I'm thinking is Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Yeah. I don't even remember if that's set in the future. Uh, what's He-Man? The future He-Man one? Oh, God. Was that when he went into space? That was yeah. terrible. You could watch <laughs> the um, Spider-Man Beyond. Oh, um, yeah. It's, it's Spider-Man 2099 as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man Unlimited. The one that Jeff likes. That's it. Unlimited. Yeah. It's not Beyond. Um, yes, Batman Beyond. Um, I'm trying to think if there are any other cartoons that go into the deep future. Isn't there a Conan in the future? Oh, probably. I know there's a Marvel comic where he goes into the future and he becomes a detective. Oh, that's weird. 
Yeah, I think it was um, a what if. So. <laughs> I've got um, Savage Avengers on my shelf, which is where uh, Conan comes into the Marvel universe for a bit and is in a elite team with the other uh, with like Wolverine and Venom and Elektra. Um, <laughs> I thought, I'm going to try and read that. I thought Savage Avengers was one with um, Odin and the original Ghost Rider. No, that was um, one million BC. Oh, Avengers yeah. one yeah. million BC. Uh, yeah. Um, but also, if you're a patron, that's a very good uh, segue. <laughs> yeah. You can yeah, listen to Spivzy and I talk about comics. Because uh, we have changed um, hyperfixations to a comic secondary yep. podcast that we do for our patrons. And you can go um, give us some money and you get access to that. Last time we talked about the comics that we're currently reading, we might occasionally spot in a um daredevil read through mm. and talk about um early daredevil all the way up to the current chip zadarsky run um which is just phenomenal and it's so, so good. good it's really um, good yeah it's it's uh, like there's a lot of crap coming out of marvel at the moment but when they hit it they really get it good i mean daredevil's been the most consistent marvel character for 20 years now yeah yeah for um, sure even with Shadowlands, does I mean, it really that, matter? It wasn't that bad, and it was only six episodes, six issues. Mm. So <laughs> it's only. Do you know what was good? Devil's Reign. Yeah, um, Devil's Reign was fantastic. Yeah, where uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Wilson Fisk is the mayor of New York, yeah. and um, is attacked by the Hand, who are attacking New York, and Matt Murdock becomes mayor of New York and has to fight off um, the Hand with the other uh, Marvel heroes while trying to um, <laughs> still work as mayor of New York, Ci- uh, New York City. It's yeah, so and, uh, good. Kingpin gets like Purple Man's powers at one point. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, it's really, really great. Really, really great. Um, and then you get, uh, l- I don't know what she's calling herself, Electra now. Wife of Daredevil. Um, she should have a name. Lady yeah. Dare. Yeah, Lady Dare, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Daredevil. <laughs> Mrs. Devil. Um, but yeah, no, she's got to have something because they're both called Daredevil at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, you know, is not bad, but I mean, she they needs do it all the time, don't they? They did it with Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. But I hate the Lady Bullseye. And yeah, bullseye. I don't like that kind of like, like Give her another name. Yeah. Because um, she's a good character, although she wasn't in Shadowland. She was terrible. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So, so if um, you want more of that, <laughs> if you want more of that intelligent talk about Daredevil, then you can be a patron. Um, so yeah, we will. I don't think we've got anything else to say. Plug. I don't think so. No, you can you can follow Toonhounds on Twitter at Toonhounds, mm-hmm. um, and our email is Toonhounds at gmail dot com. If you do want to send an email, uh, we read. Every email you send, we do, except the we're ones that are from Patreon because yeah. you don't need to hear those. Sometimes we read um, offers we get from <laughs> yeah. Apple uh, to be a uh, like a junk mail. Yeah, even. we even read those. I get so um, many of those. <laughs> so, um, uh, um, if you... thank you to Vedasen for the use of oh, this track. Yes. Uh, which was specially created for this theme tune, which, uh, for this theme tune for this podcast, which um, I always enjoy listening to. It always makes me laugh. It's great. Um, uh, it's almost a shame that my voice ruins it 
and talks over it. It's like the <laughs> one on Story Lords. Um, like just, it just I'll, kicks in and yeah. then I talk over it. I'll play the entire thing and then have like 15 seconds of silence and then start the show. <laughs> For applause. For yeah. polite applause. And then we can get back to it. <laughs> right. Okay. So we will see you in two weeks. Um, be kind to one another as always. Um, and rejoice in the fact that both Boris Johnson and Trump are away from politics forever, hopefully. And Nadine Dorries. And Nadine Dorries, the wet tissue of politics. <laughs> Uh, rip in peace but, yeah literally rip into tiny little shreds yeah it's same to uh, that um that christian conservative guy who died the other day oh yeah name. pat yeah that knobhead pat, he's dead pat, dead in the ground pat demon yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh burning hell you old fuck hot enough down there for you <laughs> <laughs>